Production. Recorded live. Alright, we're recorded live. I really like their <laughs> intro. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> so I was uh when you're uh, reading when you're reading James, I uh opened up to it late and I couldn't get quite on the same area on the same on the same verse that you're reading at the time. So how so you said that was uh James one nineteen, right? It was where you said that, that was the whole whole chapter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we just went through the whole chapter. Yeah. The whole chapter chapter one. Yes. Yes. Got it. Yeah, sometimes it seems to go through delayed because sometimes Dad will be in the office and uh, I'll be here listening and he'll ask me for something and then when I go get it and come there, he'll ask me so. (laughs) By the time I hear... But yeah. So um, I'm just kind of reading over this again, partially. All right. Go right ahead. <laughs> so you've been pretty busy. Um. Yeah, fairly busy. Um, today I uh, went to the orthodontist. Uh, I'm gonna gonna get braces soon, so they um, did impressions. They mm-hmm. have you bite into a giant piece of play-doh, pretty much. Yeah. And that's, that's exciting. Yeah, so that'll be cool. I have to go in in like three weeks again after they figure out uh, whether I need ex- to expand or I can put the braces on right away. So I guess they're going to decide what I need. And best for you? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, ran around to stores. Yeah, so I just got home probably a little before six, so. <laughs> uh, That's too. Um, I read your letter, and at the very end, you said a metal box. I said what? Oh, said yeah, a metal box. A metal box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was talking about. about I was talking about the computer and the tower PC. Yeah, they're not very easy to take with you. They're very big. It's a big metal box full of all the parts and it oh. mine is about a foot and a half tall and maybe eight inches oh. wide. That's really tall. Yeah, my well, the one the one I have right now is kind of on the rather big end of things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty big. It's like eight inches wide and a foot and a half tall and probably a foot and a half long. It's so it's a big case, and with laptops they make them much the parts much smaller. Mm-hmm. But laptops tend to be more expensive. As yeah. We have the, um, I think, the MacBook, MacBook Pro, the laptop that we have at the shop. Yeah, I, I figured uh, you guys had a Mac because you asked me about FaceTime, and that's only with a Mac, and I have never used a Mac computer before, so FaceTime is something that 
I have never used. Mm. Yeah. But it's, it's probably like uh, Skype, if you've heard of Skype. Yeah, I heard I heard of Skype. Yeah, so it's probably like that, I assume. Probably. Did you have any um, scriptures you wanted to read tonight, or where did you well, go? Um, I don't really know. Uh, uh, as far as relating to the topic, not really. Um, I just been. I was reading in John. Dad and I decided we were going to read John uh, last time we read. So. What was oh, the, that was unrelated. That was unrelated to the study. Yeah, that's. Not, I don't recall coming across anything terribly related to our subject, but. Um, gotcha. Well, I have one. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. What is it? Hebrews 11. Okay. I'll read, I'll read it after you guys get switched. Okay. I'm looking. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll start at 11. I'll just read from 11. Uh, the okay. beginning of. Okay. I would tell you a page number. But that would be meaningless. That would probably be pretty pointless. <laughs> you said Hebrews eleven sixteen. Uh, it's Hebrews. I'll just start at Hebrews eleven one. Okay. Are you both there? Yep. Mm-hmm. Or should I say it's everyone? Everyone is there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so it says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, for by it the men of old gained approval. By faith we understand that the words were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. By faith Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained the testimony that he was righteous, God testifying about his gifts, and through faith, though he is dead, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he would not see death, and he was not found because God took him up. For he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God, and without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. For by faith, Noah, being warned by God about things not yet seen, in reverence, prepared an ark for the salvation of his household, by which he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteous the righteousness, which is according to faith. So, so that is my interpretation of that. Or basic interpretation is that faith, faith is a key uh, to pleasing the Lord. Yeah, that, that was a good one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, faith is a very key part in it, because uh, if you d- just say you believe it, but don't have the faith or the actions towards it, it isn't the same. Right. And then the letter to James talks about the same thing, right? Maybe not directly, but sort of. right. also talking about faith. But then I guess you get into the question of what is faith, <laughs> right? She right. Can, you can break down. Yeah. And that's, that's another hard question. You could probably do a whole talk. It says... It's got a description of faith in the first verse. Is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction right. of things not seen. Right. Like 
like Noah uh, having faith that when God told him there was going to be a worldwide flood, and he believed it, right? Even though it wasn't, he didn't have any idea if it would actually happen. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he believed and that was counted as faith to Noah, and it was pleasing to God. Yeah. I read that uh, uh, which part where was it let's see I made a note Um, oh right Matthew 7 7, 5 this is my beloved son in him I am well pleased (laughs) but the the thing about that is that we know that Jesus was perfect uh, so it doesn't say specifically what parts or what 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 was it that Jesus did that made him so pleasing to God. It's just like the whole, you know, the whole thing. So it's not really that specific. But I suppose if you want to be pleasing to God, then one way is to be as as Jesus-like as possible, right? Yeah. And then you'd have to have all the bases covered. <laughs> Even yeah. though he doesn't say specific. Maybe he really just liked the sandals or something like that, but he doesn't mm. really go into any detail. Probably more than that, though. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a really good scripture, what you just read. I like that one. This Bible that I'm using right now doesn't, well, I guess it has a concordance in the back. Kind of a pathetic one, though. It's kind of like a little portable, like a travel Bible. Mm. But, uh, I don't know, Jeremiah, do you have a good concordance there or a digital one that you can look through? Um, For stuff relating to uh, the top. Yeah. The right. Topic, like, yeah. Look up, look up the word or related words. Like, you can look up faith, or it might, maybe please or pleases might even be listed in a good concordance. I'm not sure. But then you could identify different scriptures. Um, that... Yeah, I did find a scripture um, in Romans eight six. All right, I'm going to turn there. Flip to that and I'll read it. Okay. Romans what eight six? Eight six. Eight. All right. Everybody ready? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So for the mindset on flesh is death, but the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. Because the mind set on the flesh is hostile towards God, for it does not subject itself to the law of God, for it is not able to do so. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. However, you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. He is in you. Body body is dead because but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you so then brethren if we are under obligation not to the flesh according to By the Spirit, you are. Well, I actually just got done reading Romans a couple weeks ago, and um, this was a very interesting chapter um, because it kind of explains it in kind of a cryptic way, I guess I would say, 
Um, those are who are of earthly things and uh, their mind set on other things besides on God. And, uh, so, one of the things I found in my Um, when, when we did church a couple weeks ago, where, when you left, but your dad was talking about in Revelation, about the tree of life, at the very last part of it, I'm not sure what the page number was, but he was talking about the tree of life, and I thought that was a pretty good one, what he did. The scripture? Mm-hmm. It's in hmm. Revelation, but I don't remember what the... Uh, well, if I know where it's at, I'm sure I can find it. Uh, Revelation, and it's related to the tree of life. Oh, that's yeah. deep. <laughs> what? I said that'll be deep. Yeah. Yeah, trying to figure out anything that Revelation says can be a trick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me a second, I'll see if I can find it. I'm looking forward to Uh, try Revelation 22. I was just getting there. <laughs> I found it. found Revelation 22. It says Tree of Life, so... The river and the Tree of Life? Yes, let's see. In the middle of its street, on either side of the river, was the Tree of Life, preparing 12 kinds of fruit. Yielding its fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Is that, does that sound like the right one, Drew? Um, yeah, I think so. And he showed me a river of water. Yeah, I think, yeah. Are you looking in King James Version? Uh, let's see, what version? I have a New American Standard. Because okay. uh, Dad took his, which is uh, King James. I'm not sure if we have another King James here, but... Okay. okay. The I do have... Let's see. I can I can pull up the translation though. Um There we go. Um Yeah, I have the translation for the King James version. I found it now. It's in I'm looking at the uh New American Standard Bible. At the very end. The river and the tree of life. Yes. Yeah, that's that's cool. <laughs> it's been a while since I've read this one. Yeah, I haven't read uh, Revelation in a while. Yeah. When when uh, you said that uh, our dad read this? Yeah, he did. Um, I can't remember what month he read this in. Um. I think it was in February when he read this. Oh, I see. Okay. Because uh, Jeremiah and his mom and his mom were at Bingo when your dad read the scripture. And I was oh, one. yeah, that. Yeah, that was probably in February. It's probably been three or three weeks probably by then. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was uh, Bingo's not terribly exciting. 
I guess it is I if you win. Yeah, we've played <laughs> music bingo, but not real bingo. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of... Yeah, I... It's not terribly exciting, but... So, Mom doesn't like it, but uh, my grandma does, so she oh. takes her to do it. <laughs> Your dad's like, uh, how about you and Judy go to bingo with my mom, see if you all like it or not? Yeah. And then he's like, I'll just stay here by the day you'll play bingo. We can do church there. Yeah, they. I had an appointment that day uh, on the evening, so I had to follow uh-huh. along. <laughs> You're like, uh, why don't I just tag along? Yeah, so, well, they weren't going to... My appointment was by the bingo place, and they weren't going to drive back home and then back there again, because that'd take forever. <laughs> Well, we had a good idea when y'all went there, and then after that, y'all just, you just went right over there. Yeah. So. I think the All end right. is uh, Revelation 22. Oh, it's at the end. It's not quite the end. All it's right. The end. Uh, it's kind of interesting, because it's talking about this uh, vision. I don't know if it's a vision or a dream regarding the river and the tree of life, right? And then at the end, it says, or at verse 8, it says, I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed me these things. Uh, But the angel said, do not do that. I'm a fellow servant of yours and of your brethren and prophets and of those who heed the words of this book, worship God. So I think that's interesting that uh, John would would fall down at the knees of this angel, mm-hmm. and then the angel says, "No, that's it, proper, basically." Just right after that, it just goes to a whole nother story, a whole nother final message. It says, "Sure, all uh, right," and that is the absolute end. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Revelations all always kind of bend to me like a a tricky because it's very complicated. Um, yeah, because everything is um, words that you don't know or sayings, and it's kind of cryptic in the way it speaks. And yeah. I've been thinking about reading it recently. John It's kind of interesting because uh, at least at the at the time that revelation this the stuff in Revelation hasn't happened yet, or at least <laughs> not all of it. Uh, yeah, as far as I know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Revelation uh, is supposed to be kind of like a a future event, right? So we read that that uh having faith pleases God, right? And when, right. like like we were saying that when, when Noah as as one example, when Noah uh was told that the flood was going to occur, he had he had faith in that in that message. Uh and I think he had visions about it, didn't he? Wasn't it presented to him in a vision or was it present no, it was partially in just God speaking to him, I think, right? But yeah. he, had faith that, he had faith that that was actually going to happen. And now we're reading Revelations, and Revelations is talking about the future. And I assume it would please God if if we um, had faith that these things are going to come to pass as well. So it seems very fitting uh, yeah. to, to study Revelations, try to figure out what it means, you know, because there's a lot of uh, a lot of imagery described here, right throughout the whole book. Yeah, it's, uh, 
very interesting. You'll have to bear with me. I'm downstairs getting uh, uh, sure. water. Well, so anyway, I guess on, on topic, it would seems like it would please God uh, to learn what Revelations is is saying. At least it's a short book. <laughs> it's extremely yeah. complicated, but it's it's short in terms of wording. Yeah. If you wanted to please God, reading that, studying it, trying to decipher what it means, uh, would would. That. that has to be my favorite scripture. I like that one a lot. Where is the talking? Which one do you like? The one about the tree of life? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's very interesting, all of it. And, um,. I feel like uh like what Isaac was saying it's uh uh very space related and so revelation's a good one and we were reading in Hebrews was a good mm-hmm. section of so uh Hello. My headset decided it wanted to turn off for a few seconds. Hmm. So I think what what are you been up to? Oh, um uh let's see, I am building a large smoker out of cedar. Right, for putting food in and dehydrating food outdoors. Oh, that's uh, cool. I started working on it over the weekend. Mm. And and I worked on it very briefly today. Um, <laughs> but it's just when I'm not at work. So. I was going to do it, work on it tonight while we were on this call, but I have to use tools, and I thought it might be a little too loud, and plus it's a little bit cold out today, so I decided to hold off. But I, I kind of would like to get it done so I can use it over the weekend. And I made, uh, two nights ago, I made beef jerky, but I had to use the oven. I used the oven to make it. Um, Ooh. So, That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. With it's beef jerky. It's a little ex- expensive. <laughs> so I was, uh, <laughs> I was hoping that if I made it myself, it would be cheaper, a little bit cheaper, <laughs> but um, it wasn't. That you have to cheaper. run the oven for a long time? Yeah, I had to run the oven for about four hours on 200 oh, wow. degrees, which is pretty low. Uh, so it's not too bad, but the meat is expensive. And then having to run the oven for that length of time is, you know, it's not cheap. It's not, it's not terrible. Either, so. Yeah. So I was thinking about trying to use chicken instead. So that's what I've been up to. Huh. That's a long time. That's cool. Yeah, we never get beef jerky because they charge you like like ten dollars for five pieces or something. Yeah, yeah, not for, for not very much. You know, um, at ours has been having sales on beef jerky a lot. You get like a little packet for like three dollars and twenty four cents or something like that. Mm. That sounds like a scripture reference. <laughs> huh. Three twenty four. Three twenty four. Yeah, that's got That's ringing a bell. It's got to be something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I'll just have to. That'll be my project. Now I'll have to read every three twenty four in the Bible and see if, <laughs> if there's anything. I'm like that too. I just whenever I hear any tape of Pastor Peter's, so I just. Get the book out and the notebook out and write everything down that he's talking about. Uh, let's see. So check out, uh, turn to uh, Proverbs 6, 16. Uh, I'll, I'll read, read that one. What was it again? Proverbs 
Don't hear your name in the Bible. <laughs> Pretty funny. Why ever? Every time I go through the Bible, I see it right there. Pretty funny. I don't find it. What is that word called? Um, this is for. It's about a prayer, actually. You're looking for a word. Yeah, it's anxiety or something like that. Um, what's it called again? Um, the cure for anxiety, oh, anxiety. Right. Oh, right. The cure for anxiety. Right. So Matthew twenty-five. 
Is that the one you were talking about? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, I'm there. I'm there, too. For this reason, I say to you, do not be anxious for your life. As to what you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor for your body as what as to what you shall put on. Is not life more than food, and the body than clothing? I worry about those things all the time. <laughs> you read that all the time too. <clears throat> Let's see. True, were you reading in um what version were you reading in? Uh Matthew six twenty five. Six twenty five. Okay, I, I thought it was five twenty five. All right. There it is. Huh. I know the other one. I say, yeah, I was on five twenty-five. I would have known that was the word, yeah, because it shows on mine, too. The one you were reading was um, Matthew five twenty-five. Is make friends quickly with your opponent while while you are with him on the way, in order that your opponent may not deliver you to the judge. And the judge to the officer, and you'd be thrown into prison. Yeah, I knew that wasn't what you were reading, but um, no, <laughs> I thought uh, I thought you said Matthew five and not Matthew six, but uh, I, I got it now. So good. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Is he reading the wrong one instead of the one he should be in? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Oh, I guess the interesting thing about uh, about Matthew 6.25 is it's basically talking about having faith as well. Yeah. It's saying um, don't 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 worry. Don't don't have anxiety about planning for these things and trying to provide uh, these things for yourself. Have have faith that they will be provided, or what what you need will be provided for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are quite a few scriptures about. Uh, faith being pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. Proverbs twelve twenty two says, "Lying lips are an abomination." Right, but those who deal faithfully are his delight. Yeah. So what I'm looking at at Proverbs twenty one, first verse first says the king's heart is like channels of water in the hand of the Lord. Proverbs twenty one one. Mhm. Yeah. Um it's interesting. It's an interesting one. Yeah. I'm trying to find the one you're talking about. Like mine says a good name is to be more desired than great riches. Favor is better than silver and gold. Yeah. 
Well, I think Proverbs 21 is uh, 21 one there is pretty pretty interesting. It's not quite the same topic, but um, because the whole the whole idea of, of people having free will um, and having to make these decisions, like having to make the decisions to have faith or not uh, individually, you know. Uh, something I've kind of thought about in the past is just the idea of free will and uh, why, uh, you know, like why does God not intervene in certain things? But this this is kind of saying that he that he does directly intervene. I guess I don't know how directly, but he says that a king's heart is like channels of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he wishes. So he, it seems like he is saying saying that, that God is manipulating uh, what this person is doing. And I suppose we know that uh, regarding Pharaoh, uh, he did that as well, right? Like Pharaoh and, and Moses, he would, uh, it says that God hardened uh, or softened Pharaoh's heart so that he could ultimately lead to um, the children of Israel being released and freed, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of an interesting connection. Yeah. Like, like what are what is the the method that that God would use uh, to steer a king's um, a, a king's heart? I suppose he used Moses to do that. In in that in the case of Pharaoh, he used Moses in order to manipulate. Uh, he used Moses to manipulate Pharaoh, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. but God, I don't know if God did it directly. It seems like God used it Moses. It says that and God hardened Pharaoh's heart each yeah. time. Right. So, so could... Go ahead. Well, it just, I was just uh, saying that would be... God would be influencing the person's decisions. Right. And but I wonder so if, he did it, similar. if he did it specifically through Moses or if, because we know that that God, God, God probably could have gone and just manipulated Pharaoh on his own and had everybody released, right? But yeah. he, didn't, he didn't do it that way. He talked to Moses, and he asked Moses to do it for him. And then Moses had to have faith uh, in what God was telling him to do to go up against this pretty, uh, pretty scary situation, right? Yeah. Um, and, and and so he did it. He had faith in what God was telling him. He did it, and eventually the, uh, the children of Israel were freed. So it's, it's interesting that he used that God used a person uh, and required the person to have incredible faith in what He was telling him in, uh, in order to act out His plan. Right. Or to act out right. Mm-hmm. So when when uh, Proverbs twenty one one says. Uh, the king's heart is like channels of water in the hand of the Lord. Turns it where he wishes. I bet you when he says he turns it where he wishes, he does it through people's faith. Mm-hmm. Right? Like people that he'll act act through. Uh, who will have faith in what he uh, uh, wants to accomplish. So, so we have to uh, be receptive uh, to God's will, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, do you, Jeremiah, do you ever watch um, Pastor Peter's YouTube videos? Um, not recently. No, we haven't been really doing the video 
thing, um, just reading and studying with Dad. Uh, we did, but then when we kind of, um, stopped going to, like, scriptures stuff, um, we kind of didn't do that as much. Mm. So, we haven't recently, but, um, I've listened to quite a few of them, I'd say, um, but not recently. Mm. Well, I thought, I watched a couple, uh, on YouTube. I just, I just like to read them, listen to them, I mean, um, I watched a couple of your dad's videos on YouTube, and Messages that he did. Yeah, I watched a couple of those. What he did. Yeah. Neither pretty old, but I just like to get the scriptures down. Yeah. I, I have a. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I have a scripture we can read. Okay. Uh, it's Second uh, Corinthians, um, five, uh, eight, eight and nine. Second Corinthians five, and we'll start at eight. Okay. Got it. Second Corinthians five. Five eight. Five eight, yeah. All right. You got it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh we are of good courage, I say, and prefer rather to be absent from the body and, and to be at home with the Lord. Therefore, we also have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to Him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may be recompensed for his deeds in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Yeah, that ties into what True is reading in Matthew uh, about not uh, walking by the flesh, but walking by the spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, when it says at home or absence, it's talking about whether you are uh, in the body, right? Well, we are at home in the body. So when it says says home, it's talking about body. Uh, Or we are absent from the Lord. Home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. Oh, okay. When you're at home in the body, you're absent from the Lord, right? Because you're away from well, how do yeah. you get close to him? We walk by faith, not oh faith. Okay. So when you walk by faith, you're closer, or you're you're walking with the Lord. Yeah. Uh, true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is your dad back from his meeting? Uh, no. Yes. He's not back yet. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. I figured that would be a good one to read. Yeah. So, uh, it's Tim, Portal, and Internal. I was looking at, uh, when 
not Frisians, but the the one that we read was um, Romans ten nine. All right, I'm here. I'm still looking for mine. It was Romans and mine. Romans ten nine. Mhm. All right. This might sound familiar to y'all. Not to Isaac, but you. You were there when when I read this. Okay. About the word of faith brings salvation. Okay. Brethren, my heart, my heart's desire, and my prayer to God. For them is for their salvation. For I bear them witness that they have zeal for God, but not in accordance with knowledge. For not knowing about God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own, they did not subject themselves to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes that the man who practices the righteousness, which is based on law, shall live by that righteousness. But the righteousness based on faith speaks thus. Do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down. Or who will descend into the abscess? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and your heart. That is the word of faith which we are preaching. That if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I kind of, I kind of remember that. <laughs> I figured you would. Yeah, well, I don't have the best memory, so it'd be entirely possible. Mm. If I forgot it, I wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. So, have you been up to anything new, you guys around there, True? Um, just work. Busy day at work today. Yeah. Been a lot of baseball leave. So. And not a whole lot of anything new. Just busyness. Every day. Yeah. Um, Pierre and I had a knot competition, piano competition. The one I was telling you about. Um, yeah. Well, we both got second place in our division. Yeah. That's pretty I'm good. I did for it. <laughs> it was my first medal ever in any competition I've done. Do you play That's any pretty other? cool. Jeremiah? Yeah? Do you play any instruments? Uh, well, uh, being really horrible at the piano probably doesn't qualify. <laughs> uh, but, 
piano. I have a piano, uh, a keyboard. We have a piano, uh, like a big one, but it's quite old, and so it's out of tune. So some of the some of the keys don't really play when you hit them, and we got it. We got it worked on a couple times, but uh, we haven't done anything with it recently because it's kind of hard to get somebody that can do that. So I have like an electric piano that uh, I play once in a while, but uh, I took piano lessons seven or eight maybe. Then we stopped after a while, and the piano was kind of out of tune. It was just kind of hard to play on, and I, uh, I guess, I don't know, I must have lost interest or something. (laughs) Maybe one day you'll back up and you'll just kind of remember some of it. Yeah, I just, once in a while I sit down at the electric one and, and played a little bit, and try to memorize things, but, um, nothing too serious, but, uh, sometimes I, I try to play something on it, so, I just, uh, never really get to it, but, I think I'd, I'd like to eventually get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a piano lesson tomorrow morning, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm not really ready for that. You're not? No. Because we're having a piano competition in May. A festival. A festival, I mean. Uh, And I'm having to memorize a song, a two-page piece, and I haven't really memorized it yet. Yeah. You have to play it tomorrow. Whacking around. We have a lesson tomorrow. The festival's in May, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's always kind of stressful doing that. Competitions in general are are stressful. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't, like, I had a couple piano recitals back when I was doing the lessons, and they were were kind of stressful, you know, because you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I might do bad. You're worried that you're gonna do that, <laughs> but it's usually fine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Eight forty-one. Eight forty-six. Eight forty-one. Okay. So I thought that was. Very interesting that I brought that up. That scripture. Yeah. I like I like uh Roman uh the one that you just read, Romans ten, uh I like verse fourteen in particular. Verse fourteen? Yeah, mm-hmm. chapter ten. Yeah, that that true just read. I think we just read that part because I don't know, that's a really powerful piece of scripture right there because it really is spelling out exactly, concisely what what it takes to uh, develop faith, right? And, yeah. And, and we read earlier that faith is what pleases God, or one one thing that pleases God, right? So, how then will they call on Him in whom they have not believed? How will they believe in Him who they have not heard? How will they hear without a preacher? How will they, so it's working, working backwards to what the starting point is, right? How will they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. So it's, it's saying that uh, preachers have to be sent to spread good news, right? And you uh-huh. have to go to listen. You have to go to listen to it. Uh, and then you'll develop, or, and if you listen to it, then you'll believe, and if you believe, you can have faith. So it's like a, it's almost like a five-step program. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this, this Bible, even, even if we're not going, uh, all the 
time to listen to a preacher who's been sent to our area. Um, this Bible is that in some ways, right? This is this book is called the Good News, and these are these are basically preachers who have written down all of this stuff for us to to, and it was sent out all over the world so that we could read it, right? So I guess step one is to read this book. And then we'll believe, and then we'll have faith. So that's really, really powerful verse in a very, in a very uh, small number of words. So good find. That's a good one too. All right. Well, I think I'm going to wrap up for tonight, you guys. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, I'll probably do the same here soon. Um, okay, that sounds good. All right, thank you. Good um, night. are we, uh, on for Thursday? Uh, uh yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. All right, All right. talk to you later. Good night. Have a good night. All right, you too. Bye. All right. Drew, are you there?